Welcome everyone to the Primitive Podcast. I'm Morgan Renault, the Marketing Manager for Primitive, and today our guest is a familiar voice, Cade Wilcox. And to start this year, we wanted to kind of reflect on 2020, all that that year was, and then also look into 2021 and what we're looking forward to for the coming year. I'm really committed to applying what we learned in 2020 to 2021. I think that the only thing that's terrible about a crisis or challenge is wasting it by not learning from it and then applying it. And so I really want to be focused on understanding what we learned and then applying it to the moment we're in in 2021. So I think that's really critical and something I really want to focus on. Kate, thanks for kind of walking us through your thoughts on 2020 and what you see coming for 2021. Um, let's. 2020 had its fair share of challenges. What to you was the most challenging part from it? Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this stuff. No one ever asks me my opinion. And so uh, having your own podcast where you get to just like fake other people's interest in your opinion. Um, I'm generally you interested. Ge- okay, though. all right, yeah. fair enough. Well, the first thing I would say to you is thank you. Uh, you know, one of the consequences of being a teammate of mine is on occasion, you get these like last minute, <laughs> hey, you want to do this? And uh, it's not really a question as much as it is, hey, let's do this. So thanks for really willing to do it and uh, really, uh, yeah, excited about spending these next 30 or 45 minutes with you. Well, when I think about 2020 and like what some of the biggest challenges were for us, I would sum them up in kind of two two parts. One would be just like the the impact all all the things going on around us was having on our team and how you actually care care for your team. If one of the things that's really critical to the culture at Primitive is we care about the whole person, mm-hmm. what that fundamentally means is, you know, we don't just concern ourselves with that person as it relates to their work specifically at Primitive, but their whole their whole self, their whole life, their spiritual well-being, their emotional well-being, their mental well-being, their financial well-being. And so when you have a year like 2020, and you have over 40 team members with unique personalities from different backgrounds, with different worldviews, with different experiences, with all kinds of you know differences that, that make us into the team that we are and make each of those individuals unique in their own way. One of the challenges uh, of that is identifying how to care for each person based on what they actually need. Mm-hmm. And so not to overgeneralize it, but you know, you may have one teammate who's just really confident and optimistic and you know, they kind of notice the the challenges around them, but you know, their confidence and their optimism and their kind of, you know, happy-go-lucky personality really serves them well when chaos is ensuing around them yeah. versus another teammate who might really feel things. And therefore, when a lot of really challenging things like 2020, you know, between the pandemic, the economic fallout of the pandemic, um, you know, these cultural moments like Black Lives Matter, um, you know, a highly, uh, how would you describe the presidential election in 2020? You know, when you have all these things being thrown at you, different people respond and, and absorb those things differently. And so I'd say as, as a leadership team and, 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 and from my perspective in my role, one of the most challenging things in 2020 was really figuring out how to focus on the team's needs so that you could really care for them and, and serve them well. And doing that in a way that's good for them and not based on how, how, how I operate. Because, yeah. you know, I 
absorb things differently than I think a lot of people. And so I can kind of like move on from things and not really care about what's going on and just kind of plow forward. I think the second real challenge about 2020, as I reflected on this question, was just the impact uncertainty has on planning. You know, that when everything's kind of going well and everything's fairly predictable um, and, and everything's fairly stable, whatever all those words even mean in the first place, but compared to 2020, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when things are stable and more predictable, um, it's a lot easier to plan and to stay fairly connected to those plans as, as it relates to kind of going through a year, through quarters and accomplishing your goals and things like that. And so the impact of the uncertainty of like, like a lot of uncertainty Uncertainty of the pandemic, uncertainty of these cultural moments, uncertainty of the presidential election, you know, regardless of how you vote, there are two parties and they have fundamentally different views on how to govern and policymaking and, you know, taxes, which impact businesses and the economy. And so all these uncertainties made it challenging to plan. And so I think those two things for me were were probably the the most challenging parts about 2020. How did you kind of approach identifying how to help individuals with how they were feeling was there anything that you did to like maybe get to know how someone was yeah um taking the impacts versus others or what what did that look like the two things that immediately come to mind one is we we get a really cheat around here because we have annie mm-hmm. um, for those who are listening to the podcast annie uh, gilbert is our chief of staff and Annie does a lot of great things at Primitive, but her primary role and how she spends, I'm going to say, 90 plus percent of her time is really caring for people. You know, she has no operational responsibilities, no sales operation or sales responsibilities, no operational, you know, in terms of client facing responsibilities. Um, and she's a licensed counselor. So she's incredible at her job. And so for Primitive, we're, we're really fortunate that we have someone of Annie's caliber who is really leading our organization from a culture standpoint and caring for our people. And so how I handled that first was to really lean into Annie and let her lead in a way that she was really strong and she's incredibly empathetic and understanding and great with people. So that's the first thing. The second thing is more of a personal thing that I really tried to get better at. Not saying I got better at it. (laughs) I'm certain I have a long ways to go. Uh, but I alluded to this a moment ago, but I, I, and I've been this way my whole life, tend to move on th- from things pretty quickly. You know, I try to learn from them. I, I, I try yeah. to assess them. I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like I'm sweeping them under the rug as much as I am just kind of like, okay, it is what it is. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've tried not doing that, uh, again, imperfectly. But um, I've, tried to, I've tried to listen. You know, mm-hmm. I, I even can recall some conversations that I was a part of with, you know, friends and family and teammates where I just fundamentally have a completely different view, whether it's culturally or politically or financially or economically or business. And I, in, instead of just kind of like camping out on my own thoughts, I, I, I've really tried hard to try to understand, mm-hmm. to seek to understand before being understood. And um, that's, that's really helped me try to understand some of our teammates who I might have like completely different personality or mm-hmm. worldview or political leanings or whatever the case yeah. might be. And I, I, that's been really challenging for me, but I think good for my own growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely um, was a challenging time to look, you kind of look internally and see what, okay, how, how do I approach different things and approach conversations with people? Am I one that just kind of 
well, stick to my guns and not listen to anyone? Or am I willing to listen and even still, you know, agree to disagree, but kind of have that point to just being willing, I think, is one of the I biggest think pieces right there. Yeah. So besides the challenges, we all know it was challenging. What was fulfilling from that? What came from 2020 that was the most rewarding piece? Well, how long do you have? <laughs> I mean, I, I oftentimes when people say, how was 2020? You know, assuming I'm just going to have like, you know, a dreaded answer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you know, I it had its challenges. But in, in many ways, and, and this is not, I'm not trying to sound overly optimistic or I'm not trying to kind of false engineer, you know, positivity just for the sake of it. But it really was an an incredible, incredible year. Um, If you enjoy learning, Mm -hmm. you know, if you believe that really challenging hard times are actually what makes us better versus good times, you know, then 2020 was just a treasure chest of those opportunities and those learnings. And so a couple of things that, that come to my mind as it relates to 2020 in terms of what was really fulfilling was experiencing our team really leaning into our culture. So over the last 18 to 24 months, we've, we've tried to make an extremely intentional um, effort to define our culture, to uh, document our culture, to discuss our culture, to really talk about it and to demonstrate it. And so to see the fruits of that effort really start coming through in 2020 when things were hard, I felt like our team really leaned into our culture mm-hmm. and that we started to really benefit from all the effort that our whole team and our leadership yeah. team has put into really building a healthy culture. And so to see that come out in these individual instances of teammates being selfless and teammates working really hard and going above and beyond during challenging times, or just, I mean, there's so many countless actual stories of our team where you really saw our culture being modeled, and it was it was uh, it was a tremendous blessing, mm-hmm. and it was really really fun to watch. Um, I think another thing that was really fulfilling is working with our leadership team. Uh, I remember the day that we lost, uh, you know, a lot of clients, and it was a significant amount of revenue, and I distinctly remember getting on a kind of an emergency Zoom call with our team, and just like you know, being able to see their confidence, being able to see their, um, their, uh, them being present in that moment, them being level-headed, them being optimistic, them being, uh, you know, committed to, yeah. to figuring it out, even though we were all in uncharted territory, was just a huge gift. Um, you know, when I really, in that moment, felt the responsibility of really being the person leading mm-hmm. us, it was really reassuring to know, like, okay, I have a real role in this. I am, I am by far uh, from being alone here. Mm-hmm. And so that was a real gift. Uh, we learned a lot. You know, we've been in business over nine years, and I feel like I uh, personally, as the leader of our organization and a young leader, learned more in the last nine to ten months yeah. than I have in the previous eight years of being in business. And so if learning is one way we grow in terms of being a better and healthier organization, then then we got years of learning, you know, <laughs> yeah. all crammed into Being thrown months. in the deep end. That's right. It. And I love that. It was great. And I think the organizations that are going to come out of this, whenever the out of this happens, healthier are the ones that lean into that learning, acknowledge it, and, and really try to press into it 
versus ones that are just, you know, being consumed by the chaos and they're just trying to react to everything versus being proactive with that learning. And so that's been really rewarding. And then lastly is just the the number of opportunities. I mean, I personally feel like in chaos and in challenging times, the cream kind of rises to the top. Mm-hmm. And those who really work their way through it and learn from the moment, learn from their failure and innovate and be creative and think big and dream big, even when that's difficult because of what's going on around you, are the ones that stand to capitalize on the opportunities that are available. And I feel like by God's grace, that's been true of our team and will continue to be true in 2021. And so those are the things that were really fulfilling. Um, You know, uh, sorry to bemoan this, but there are too many things. I mean, I loved being with my family so much. I mean, prior to March, when everything kind of started shutting down, I can't really think of a single time where, you know, I'd wake up. I mean, I would just be with my family all the time. And there was like a two-month stretch where we were literally together from sunup to sundown, and it was really fulfilling. And it was really fun, uh, frankly. Um, And so that was was a huge blessing as well. That's awesome. Um, One of the things you mentioned was kind of, you know, turning into that emergency leadership meeting. How do you think from that kind of point on your role as a leader um, of Primitive has kind of developed or has it changed any or do you think it kind of remained the same? Uh, That's a really good question. I I think in some ways it probably changed, but more than anything, I think what what that moment and and what the last nine months has nine to ten months have forced us to do is to really focus and clarify what are our our roles. And I, I think this is true of everybody on our team. But it's also certainly true of, of our leadership yeah. team and, and, and me, myself, as one of our leaders. And so I think one of the things that, w- that happened in that moment and has happened in moments since is, is a real need to kind of clarify and really define what is my role and, mm-hmm. and what is needed of me in this moment. And so um, that, that was really helpful. Uh, I, I think when times are really, really good that we can – almost be more distracted in the good times than we are in the bad times. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the challenges we've experienced in the last 10 months have have made us focus. And I think out of that focus comes some some really good things. But, you know, practically speaking, I think some of the things that the, the season has kind of required of me in a unique way is kind of, uh, you know, certainly vision but when I think of vision, it's almost like a, a chief reminder reminder officer. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. my job is to continually remind us of where we've been, of where we are, of where we're going, what we've learned from the past, what we're learning now, what we're expecting and anticipating in the future, mm-hmm. and keeping those kinds of things in front of our team as a reminder that, hey, it's okay. Everything's okay. And not ever allowing you know, kind of the conscience of our organization and team to wonder and create its own narrative because no one is 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 leading that narrative proactively. Yeah. And so I think that's been really critical. I think being optimistic and energetic in a season and a time where it's difficult to do that has been really critical. And I'm fortunate and thankful that's kind of my natural tendency yeah. in the first place. But, uh, you know, I would love to hear our team's opinion, but I, I think that's, that is critical for the leader to uh, not fake it. Yeah. To not 
just make it up artificially, you know, like put a Band-Aid over a problem or just stick our head in the sand and pretend everything's hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. But almost an energy that comes from the real confidence in our team's ability yeah. and our ability to do the right things to, to lead us out of this. Um, and so, yeah, those are the kinds of things I think of when I, when I think of my role the last kind of nine months. Yeah, I would say from a team member's perspective, definitely the positive attitude and the confidence that you would bring to any team meeting or team check-in that we had, it was a realistic approach. Like, yes, things are going on. Here's where we're at. But enough confidence and positive attitude that we're going to get through it. And I know, at least for me personally, that was helpful to know that, like, if Cade thinks we're we're going well and things are going good, then we're going to be fine and we're going to keep going through it. And it gave that kind of um, motivation each time that that you brought that energy. So that's encouraging to hear. You know, one of the interesting things about being a leader is a lot of times you don't get a lot of feedback, and so, like at our organization, you know, our team gets a lot of feedback from their direct supervisors, mm-hmm. from Annie, from their annual evaluations, their quarterly check-ins. I mean, we have yeah. all kinds of mechanisms in place where our team is getting good feedback, and and so. To hear you say that's encouraging because it it personally feels important to do that, mm-hmm. and and I can't overstate the importance of not faking it or lying. Like yeah. it isn't to create false optimism or false hope, um, you know. But I think that there is real power in in optimism mm-hmm. and confidence. Like even if we get punched in the face ten yeah. times in a row, we're going to be okay. The eleventh time you're going to stand up because <laughs> we will figure it out, right? And and I, I think that's a, a, a positive thing. So Yeah. Um, so you talked about vision and kind of casting that um, piece of it. Uh, do you have any kind of predictions for or what's the vision look like for 2021? Um, yeah, I think for primitive, but I also think just generally speaking, I think that 2021 could be really, really difficult. I think that uh, some great things are happening related to the pandemic in terms of the vaccine and um, some things like that. But I, I think we're still very much in the, the thick of things and that the, there's going to be really long-term lingering effects economically of the pandemic in, in a way that we haven't really felt yet. And so oh, yeah. consequently, I think 2021 from a business standpoint, is going to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what that means. I don't know when it will happen. But I don't feel like, and I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't feel like we've really felt the economic fallout from the pandemic. And so it's going to really uh, challenge businesses to be creative and to be innovative and to make tough decisions and, and to be adaptable and flexible based on what's being presented to you in that moment. So I think that's something um, that's going to be true of 2021. But the flip side of that, and I I believe this is equally uh, strongly, that 2021 is going to have tremendous opportunity. And it's it's going to create opportunity for those organizations, for those individuals, for those leaders who are aware of what's going on and are ready to adapt and be flexible and to be creative and to be resilient in the moment that they're called to be those things. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about how the unknown makes it really challenging to plan. Yeah. And so one of the fun things that I've learned practically over the last 10 months is, and this, this is obviously not rocket science, but it, it's pretty powerful both individually and for an organization, and it's have like two or three different plans. 
right? Mm-hmm. With like different variables and like, you know, it's almost, I, I'm terrible at chess. In fact, I don't know how to play chess. Um, but I've, I visualize and mm-hmm. I imagine a chess game where you have three or four different things that you're thinking about based on the move of the other person. And I think that's kind of what 2021 is going to be. And the person that's able to think through all those different plays yeah. based on what 2021 deals you is going to create tremendous opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I believe that for myself individually. I believe that for Primitive and our other other companies. Um, and I believe that to be true of, of really any organization. Yeah, you kind of have to have the adaptability to know where you're going to – where you can make quick changes and, and – kind of where you, you have to hold your ground and, and keep moving yeah, forward. Yeah, 100%. Um, is there any lessons that you learned in 2020 that you want to take forward um, into 2021? Yeah, um, there's several things, really, and some of them relate to our organization and some of them just even relate to my own, you know, my own life, my own leadership. I, I think, you know, one of the things um, that I learned in 2020 that I am really thankful for is almost like just – affirmation that I'm doing exactly what God created me mm-hmm. and called me to do. Yeah. And a lot of people I feel like float through life not really understanding their skills and their weaknesses and how that translates into life-giving, meaningful work. And one of the things I'm really thankful for from 2020 that I think very much will influence and help me move into 2021 is just this affirmation that I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. Not perfectly. <laughs> I got a long ways to go as it relates to being a good leader in, in all those things. But just the confidence that comes with, no, no, I'm, I'm doing literally what God yeah. created me to do um, is a really powerful thing that was affirmed in 2020 through challenges, mm-hmm. but really encouraged and inspires me as we move to 2021. Um, you know, another thing I learned from 2020, but again, makes me excited about 2021 and really building on and leveraging even more is this realization that, you know, I have to have a team. Mm-hmm. Like I have some like real strengths, but I have a lot of weaknesses. And one of the things I, I, I became cu- acutely aware of in 2020 and, and really appreciated kind of getting to observe uh, even personally mm-hmm. was how powerful it is when you have a really great team. And so the team that we built at Primitive and then even the leadership team specifically uh, is really critical to my own success. Yeah. And my success is critical to them. Mm-hmm. And so just that, like seeing that clearly uh, has been really great and I think is, is going to be good moving into 2021. Um, and then I think lastly, again, this is kind of a lesson learned in 2020, but something that I think that's going to help tremendously in 2021 is just how critical personal health is. And anyone who hears that statement, it's like, well, yeah, duh, obviously. You know, but it's like a real thing that if I'm not my best self and I'm not bringing my best self to those that I'm interacting with, whether it's my home, whether it's my friends, an extended family, or whether it's the organization that I get to be a part of, if I'm not bringing my best self to that, then everyone suffers everyone. And so to the degree that I am healthy and to the degree that I am whole has a tremendous influence and impact on the health, wholeness, happiness, and success of those that I'm surrounded by. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that, that's a big deal. And so being spiritually healthy, being emotionally healthy, being relationally healthy, being physically healthy and able to work long hours and endure Mm -hmm. the unknown to being financially resilient personally 
and it helps be financially resilient as a business. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of the probably the greatest learnings from 2020. And, and one of the things I'm most excited about continuing to grow in and to leverage for everyone's good in 2021. Yeah, I think one of the quotes that I like a lot that kind of ties into just what you're saying is that you you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, right. If you're, right. If you're trying to pour into people and, and be a servant leader, you can't pour from an empty cup. So you have to make sure your cup's full first. 100%. Yeah. Um, so having been affirmed and, and really knowing that you're in the right place, what else are you looking forward to in 2021? Yeah, there's a couple of things that come to mind. First of all, and this doesn't sound all that fancy and it sounds real obvious, but I'm really committed to applying what we learned in 2020 to 2021. I think that the only thing that's terrible about a crisis or challenge is is wasting it by not learning from it and then applying it. And so I really want to be focused on understanding what we learned and then applying it to the moment we're in in 2021. So um, I think that's really critical and something I really want to focus on. Um, you know, again, this one's not real fancy or sexy maybe, but we got to grow revenue. I, I think one of the things, because I think 2021 is going to be a really difficult year, um, one of the ways that you can create resiliency in kind of almost like a backdrop to the unknown is is financial resiliency. Mm-hmm. And for us to do that at Primitive, we've got to grow revenue. In addition to that, related to revenue specifically, I think there's something marvelously, marvelously exciting about growing revenue when growing revenue is the hardest thing you can possibly do in that moment. So if you can figure out how to be a healthy organization in every way, but also an organization that grows financially at a time where it's very difficult to do that for really a lot of industries, I think there's something special about that. And that kind of added level of challenge really excites me. And so it's something I'm really looking forward to. Um, And then lastly is like, you know, really want to continue to focus on building a healthy and a resilient business. And as we've worked our way through 2020, and as I've spent a lot of time even personally just reflecting on this and thinking about it, and and I'm a real simpleton, um, but for me, what I believe makes a healthy organization and a resilient organization is real simple. You have great people and a healthy culture. So there's four parts to a resilient business in my mind, and I've reflected on this all of 2020. You have a healthy culture, and really what a healthy culture is, is you have great people. If you don't have great people, you don't have a healthy culture. If you've got a great culture, it's because you have a, a bunch of great individual people, right? And so I want to continue to focus on people. Second is I really want to focus on operations. And what that means for our business is that we have extremely good internal systems and processes that facilitate, nurture, and cultivate the delivery of our services to our great customers. And so operations isn't you know just this fancy word for all the moving parts behind the scenes. It is for us the lifeblood of how we deliver great services and results for our customers. The third thing I really want to focus on related to the health of our business and, and creating a resilient business is finances. Again, may be boring, may, may sound really obvious, but businesses that are sitting on a lot of cash have a lot more flexibility than businesses that have no cash. And again, everyone listening is like, yeah, no, no duh, Sherlock, you know, but, you know, for small businesses, that's really hard. Um, it's really hard. And so people who are financially resilient and prepared for unknown, they, they are in the minority. And I want to be in the minority, right? And so we want to focus on that. And then lastly is sales and marketing. Um, and so we really just want to keep getting better, keep getting better, keep getting better. 
And I think if we do those four things really, really well in 2021, we're uh, going to continue to be a healthy business, grow into a more healthy business. And more than anything, because of the, the times that we're in, we're going to be a resilient business. Yeah. A business who is healthy in the, those four ways can withstand whatever is thrown at it um, culturally or economically or government or whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. So those things are, are, are what really excite me moving into 2021. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a great year in the ways where we can you know come together as a company and kind of attack whatever challenges come at it. Um, and it'll be fun to take on the learnings that we have from 2020 um, and kind of the motivation that the positive pieces uh, brought us and, and carry that on through the year. 100%. Thanks for sitting down with us and kind of talking us through your reflection on 2020 and, and what we... Um, are looking forward to in 2021. Yeah, thanks again for, for being the host. Uh, those listening may may be saying to themselves, man, uh, Morgan should become the regular host of the Primitive Podcast. Um, but for those listening, thanks again for joining the podcast. Uh, next week, we'll resume by interviewing some great leaders. And so we're really, again, excited about what we have uh, prepared in 2021 and uh, really appreciate you coming along for the journey. Thanks, Morgan. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.